Everybody, you actually have a new host today. Champs versus stars. There you go. Had to get that in there. This is Hillary, and I am your special host tonight. Uh, Brian and Amanda are not here. It is just Timothy and myself, and we actually have a very special guest who is only going to be here for the first minute, which is our five and a half year old daughter, Daisy. Hello. Hello. <laughs> but you're older than five and a half, right? What do we decide you are? Oh, talking to the right, baby. I forgot. Yeah, well, your birth- when's your birthday? June 20th. But we're gonna have, you're going to turn five again, we decided. No, six. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Tim likes to keep Daisy, Daisy little because she's so cute. Yeah. So, Daisy, what do you think about Mommy and Daddy always doing the show with Brian and Amanda? Talk. That's what we do? We talk? <laughs> do you like that we do that or do you get annoyed? You don't always like it that Brian and Amanda come here, right? Because then you don't get mommy and daddy for bedtime. Yeah. Yeah, one of us always leaves to talk to Brian and Amanda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what do you want all of our listeners to know? What do you want to tell them? I'm five. Good. <laughs> what else? I'm almost six. Mm-hmm. What else? I have a joke to tell you. Good. Go for it. What's orange and sounds like a parrot? A carrot. (laughs) (laughs) Good one. Good joke, kiddo. Good one. You never you've watched an episode of the challenge with me, but it's been a while. I don't think you probably remember it. I don't remember it. It was at the old house, so it was over a year ago. Yeah, you were having a night where you were having a hard time getting to sleep and so I just let you watch the show with me, maybe against my better judgment. Yeah, I remember. That. Yeah, I remember it a little bit. But now the better part is you get to stay with Grandma Sue while me and Mommy go all over the place and meet these challenge people. So even next month, or later this month, you'll be staying with weeks. Grandma Sue while we go and visit people from the show. Yay! That's where you fit into this whole challenge lifestyle for us, kiddo. Yay for Grandma. Yeah. All right, you want to tell everybody goodbye? Goodbye. All right, go to bed, kiddo. Ooh, I sorry. love you. Okay, that's okay. Me or everybody else? I love everybody in the whole world. Everybody in the whole world. Except, okay. except Donald Trump. Exactly. <laughs> except Donald Trump. You got it, kiddo. Except Donald Trump. You got it. All right, take your headphones off. Go to bed. Yeah. Love you. Good night. All right, everybody. Hello. <laughs> so now you're just with Mr. and Mrs. Wasson here. Uh, Daisy's going to bed. So welcome to the show. Um, I don't want to do all of the nonsense that Amanda hates doing, so you do it. Well, last week it was Wild Wolford Wednesday. This week it's Wacky Wasson Wednesday. That's dumb. No? I know, Daisy, I know. She's a baby. She cries. Our other daughter is crying, and there's nothing we can do about that. (laughs) So uh, you might have to deal with a crying baby in the background. Um, so we have other podcasts on the Geek Nerdy Network. Go to geeknerdy.com to look at, for those. We have one on like horror movies and comic books and ska music and, um, other stuff. 
uh, we did some on hating Donald Trump, but that seems like we haven't recorded one for a while. Um, what else? Oh, follow us on social media. There's Twitter, Challenge GN. There's Instagram, but don't bother with that. There's Facebook, where we are normally broadcasting live, but not tonight because of issues. And um, There's only two of us. There's nobody to check it. Yeah. It's kind of pointless to be doing it if we can't read what the people are typing to us while we're doing the show. And I've mm-hmm. got to read my notes, and Tim's got to be doing at, whatever it is. that he's, He does, just doesn't want to do it. I'm not good at reading the chat room while we do it. I get too distracted, and I never end up saying anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a problem. And then uh, also, we're just sort of being a little more casual during this Champs versus Pros time. Because mm-hmm. nobody listens to the show, even. We get about, <laughs> we get Have about, the numbers gone down? Yeah, yeah. During the Champs versus Pros, they're about half of what they normally. Oh, mm, yikes! So yeah, people don't care. Okay, including me, I don't care. I barely watched this episode. I was tired, and it was on in the background. Mm. So a lot of your notes will be new to me. All right. Well, let's dive right in, huh? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So um, this episode was called "From Rainbows to Storm Clouds." So Amanda, if you have any tips for me and my note taking here, then. Um, Please let me know. I, I know she takes her notes on her phone. I did a regular old piece of paper. Low front, tech. Front and back. Low tech notes. Yeah. Scan those for the Facebook group. Mm, don't know about that. Um, okay. So it starts off with just kind of like a recap. Um, we had Cam versus Brooke in the last episode. Brooke ended up taking it. Um Then it kind of showed Brooke and Ashley kind of celebrating. Seems like they're having a little bit of a friendship. Um, And then Casper and Anissa were looking a little chum-chummy. Yeah, a little friendly. A little friendly. Those uh, situations are awkward because you can tell it's just a producer throwing two random castmates together. Yeah. I kind of bought a friendship between Ashley and Brooke. Between Casper and and Anissa, I didn't buy that. That seemed just a little too random, like... Everybody else had sort of gathered at a table and there was two left over. So it's like, well, you guys go together. Yeah, probably. And and they're probably thinking like, well, Anissa will get with anybody. And so like, let's see how, how desperate is Casper. Like but he can't be that desperate. I mean, he was, he was hooking up with JLo. Right. But after you hook up with JLo, like it's all going to be downhill from there. But so that's a real far downhill. It's, it is. It is. I know. Um, But then everybody, it it kind of showed a lot of clips of different people talking about Casper being cocky and, um, you know, they just didn't really like his attitude. So I thought that was a good kind of setup to what happened during the the challenge. Typical Napoleon complex guy. The challenge. Is that funny in the beginning? Huh? It was like, does that always sound like I don't know. I have like kind of random stuff. The challenge. I like that one better. Yeah, I've got just a bunch of random shit all loaded up. The intro that we played was from like a year and a half ago. Okay. Because I kind of have lost a bunch of stuff. But I have this one. Champs versus oh stars. That's the most important one. It's so dumb. Champs <laughs> okay. versus stars. No more today. Stars. I paid five dollars for that. Of our money. I've got to get my money's worth out of that. Our money. Yeah. We don't have like a challenge. No. Account or something. We don't. All right. Um, so here we go to the challenge. Um, it's called. Re- Champ. Thank you. I'm like so it. on sensory overload right now. <laughs> She's screaming something. I don't know what's going on. Um, the it's called Release the Rainbow, and they were 
I, I was a little confused as to how they had this set up. Like everybody was tethered to different colors, but there weren't as many colors as there were people. Right. So some people had to like pair up with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and Wes had to sit out because Ashley used her power play on him because she was MVP last episode. Right. Um, and so she said, well, I'll, you know, I might as well give it to somebody that I don't think will get ahead of me or something. Um, but then she, whoever sits out gets 500 bucks for their charity. So she threw him a bone. So, so Wes just had to be on the bench this time. But he took up like a coaching role, basically. Which I thought, you know, for everything that Wes is, if I were in a situation like that, I would be like, okay, you can think he's an ass. You can disagree with this or that. But like, he knows how to play a game. And he knows how to get people to work together to do what they're supposed to do. So when, you know, who was it, little mama and people were just kind of, you know, farting around and not taking it seriously and thinking like, who does he think he is? Well, he thinks that he's somebody who's really good at this stuff and who has a lot of good ideas. Yeah. Listen to him. Yeah. I feel like the stars just dismiss him because he doesn't look as athletic as... Some people do, although he's get, he looks more in shape than the last few times we've seen him. Yeah, he's getting back a little bit. Yeah, um, but yeah, he's incredibly smart. And a situation like this is, especially when you're coaching, mm-hmm. being smart is uh, that, that's how you win this game. And I, I think had they just listened to what he said, it's true. Have, yeah. Well, and even if even if you don't have somebody like Wes who's intelligent and athletic and understands these kinds of challenges, even if you don't have somebody that's super great at that, if you have somebody, anybody that's to the side, use that to your advantage. You know, say, okay, tell us where we need to move. You know, tell mm-hmm. us, keep telling us where the other team is at compared to us. Like you can use it to, to your advantage no matter what. But he was really, he really could have helped them, and they just yeah. didn't listen to him. Yeah, because a game like this, like, it's easy. Oh, it's Hennessy and Casper were playing around, sorry. Uh, when you're, like, you know, when you're in the game, it's hard to see sort of big picture. And so Wes kind of standing to the sidelines and seeing three moves ahead or five moves ahead. Yeah, it could have been really helpful. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it's sort of like, hey, you two just have to stop moving for a little bit. Right. And let the other people run go around you real quick, and then you can keep moving, you know. Mm-hmm. It's hard to see that when you're actively in the game. Mm-hmm. So... So here we have our first little bit of drama. A little bit. Oh, I don't have my drama bumper. Drama. I need to redo my soundboard, apparently. Where was it? You just I don't know. No, I don't have drama up here. Okay. Oh, yes, I do. Drama. There it is. I've got too many now. Now I just need to clean it up. Okay. There it is. So Salida, the um, doughy-eyed model, (laughs) and Shane... um, I I loved Shane's description that she's just a doughy-eyed model, but she's a porcupine on the inside. Prickly porcupine. Prickly porcupine. I believe he said. I only wrote down porcupine, but I think you're right. Prickly porcupine. Yeah. She's she's a little prickly. There's something about her that's very off-putting. And I don't know exactly what it is. It's just sort of like the tone of her voice or the way she carries herself. There's just something about her that is like aggressive, sort of. Yeah, but um, like cold, too. She feels very cold and... yeah. You know, and Shane's, you know, for everything that, I mean, Shane is shady. Shane can be manipulative, yeah. all this stuff, but he's, but he's a cuddly guy. Oh, I don't, he's, I think Shane's a little bit of a prickly porcupine too. No, if you, if you get in with Shane, like you're good. Uh, yeah. And, and, and yeah, you, if you're and, in Shane's circle, I think that, yeah, that's true. 
And I don't know if that's true of Selena. Yeah, I guess we don't know. Selena doesn't have anybody in her circle. No. So they, I think, what was it? Selena was just asking, why did, um, why did I get paired with so-and-so? Or why didn't I get paired with so-and-so? Yeah. Because why did Brooke get paired with a man? Right. And um, I think the answer was basically like, we're just kind of going off of strength and you're a twig model and she's Hulk Hogan's daughter. (laughs) So she's got a little bit more meat on her bones than you do. Um, And she rolled her eyes. She did not take well to that. So yeah, just a little bit of a little bit of friction there. Yeah, I think most of the stars and I was telling you this even. The stars, I think, suffer from me not knowing who any of them are, mm. number one. And number two, like, they're they're all either kind of off-putting, like, I don't like them, or they just barely exist to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know Jose. He's had, like, three lines. Yeah, the only thing I know about Jose is what Amanda and Brian have told yeah. us. So I suspect I won't like him eventually, but for now, I just, I have no opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lil Mama, I don't know anything about her. She's, I don't care about her. She seems okay, I guess, but that's because she hasn't said anything. I like that she wears blue like eyeliner to represent her team. It's fun. I haven't even noticed that. Okay. She's got good spirit. Um, hate Hennessy. Hate Casper. <laughs> um, I like Brooke. Drake. Drake's cool. Yeah, so far, but I, he hasn't been into been in a lot either. He's a little just too chill. He's just like not I bet, featured I bet enough. He, you know? I bet he'll come out of it. I bet they'll feature him more later. Maybe. I've Maybe heard they're holding on to him like, you know, like how they did Derek. Yeah. Last season, and then he kind of came out more. I've heard some spoilers about him, so I'm not gonna. I'm I can't not believe dive you're doing that. Why are you doing that? Because I don't care about this season. Mm. I yeah, I typically avoid spoilers like the plague, but chance versus or chance versus stars, I don't care. I'll okay. read these spoilers. Um. So basically, Tori and Anissa are paired up. They tie a knot accidentally. Um, Drake and Casper are alone. Um. Shane and Brooke, they they were tied together, right? And they did they did really well. I wrote down did great. Um, Salida was complaining about Brooke, also saying that Brooke needs to be quote woke. Yeah. To the horribleness of Shane or whatever it is that she thinks is happening. I think she was talking about how it's still champs versus stars. They don't have the team unity like the the champs are making it out to be. Yeah. And I think she's right. It's just. Yeah, and Still we'll, off-putting. And we'll get a little bit more into that later. But yeah. um, so basically they're they're trying to undo this big contraption that's got these strands of cloth tied to them so that they make a star. I don't know how else to describe it. Um But once you once you finish and you take your little clip and clip it and you're done, then you can't you can't go back and help. Mm-hmm. Um and so Casper, in all of his like brilliance, he's like, I'm going to get MVP and I'm going to vote Tony in because he voted me in. And rah, that's like the extent of his argument. I'm just yeah. going to do that. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm a man of my word. I said I was going to throw him in. I'm going to throw him in. Right. Which yeah. is just, it's just very stupid. Um, and so he is like, I'm going to get done first. And that's how I'm going to get MVP. So he, in his stupidity, just scampers over there and he's like i'm a dancer so i'm good at climbing on metal apparatus i don't know um he's flexible he's strong he's quick he can maneuver yeah he's a little guy he's He's, a little dude he can squeeze through those knots i guess so he finishes first and then he's like the 
It looks like it took a few minutes for it to sink in. Like, oh, uh, shit. Like, oh, I shit. Should. I maybe should have just stayed up there and helped everybody else. Right. Can't go help. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they cut to CT, who is just being like, I, I don't even know how to describe it. He's just being like the mvp he's being the mvp man he's just getting trampled on he's he's lifting people up he's catching them he's letting them walk all over his back he's He's, all all fours they can step on him yeah he's he's doing you know two highs with people and like he's he's just really going for it and the miz said something like i didn't i guess i didn't notice it exactly but i guess ct was done he you know he had kind of gone over the apparatus and he got his um whatever uh, stuff all done and he stood at the bottom and helped everybody else mm-hmm. finish which is what makes sense makes sense to do that um but then the blue team blue team kind of figured that out <clears throat> and drake was getting ready to go finish and they were like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. <clears throat> excuse me hold on you know don't don't go clip it in um come help and so drake was like oh that's a good idea so he goes and he helps um Hennessy was complaining. Um, what oh, Daisy? Our special guest is back. What Daisy? Okay, can you try to go potty? <laughs> okay, goodbye. Good night. Squatty potty to the rescue. We should have them be our sponsor. <laughs> Shoot him an email. Squatty potty and Dr. Pepper. Um, Hennessy kept complaining during that time. Um, Tori, I wrote down Tori and Anissa are stuck and needed help. Little Mama and Kayla were together. They did okay. Um, but eventually it's the red team that pulls through and wins. Yeah. And the red team, I wrote down the teams, it, just to refresh everybody. Yeah, it is really hard to keep track of them. When, when they don't have their jerseys on, I don't remember. No, I, I totally forget. So red is CT, Shane, Brooke, Ashley, Jose, Kayla, Little Mama, Devin and Salida. Yeah. And um, it cuts to Devin, who has some very choice words for Casper. Um, just basically saying, Casper, you're an idiot mm-hmm. for doing what you did. Um, which he is. He yeah. is. That was very selfish. Yeah. I wonder if it would have made any difference in the long, you know, in the long run. And we'll never know, but I kind of doubt it. Yeah. Um, so then they go back to the, the house, the hotel, I don't know, whatever it is that they have them staying at. Um, and they're all just kind of talking. Kayla says, Hey, that was fun. You know, they're having like a good positive moment. Salita was given some tood. She was rolling her eyes. I didn't appreciate that. That's what I mean. Yeah. They're everybody's standing having fun and she's just sitting there like being passive aggressive and Mm -hmm. sort of off putting. There's just something very off putting about her, her just general presence. Yeah. But then once Devin started saying something about, like, 10 years ago, if somebody would have told me, I would have been, like, you know, grab-assing with a Victoria's Secret model or something. Then she's all smiles. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Not not into Salida. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I'm not into any of the stars, except Brooke. I really like Brooke, but that's just because we talked about it earlier. We we used to watch Hogan Knows Best. Yeah. There was a Brooke Knows Best. I think I had watched an episode or two of that, and I was like, eh, I think I started. Yeah. I was big into Hogan. I liked Whatever watching her. And, son, by the way. I was going to say, I used to watch, I liked her and watching her and Nick together. Nick, they, were just, right. they were just kind of funny. Brother's sister. He, like, got a Dewey and almost killed his best friend or something. Remember that whole deal? Yeah, he got in big trouble. Yeah, I wonder where he's at now. 
And we'll have to look it up. And he also was in a low-budget horror movie. I remember that. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. But this is just a challenge podcast, honey. We are not supposed to talk about anything besides challenge stuff. Too bad. We can talk about low-budget horror. We've already reviewed a low-budget horror on the Unchallenged. True. And now Jordan is going to be in a low-budget horror. Why? By the same director that did a low-budget horror with CT. Wow. We reached out to that director to see if we could review the CT one on the show. (laughs) He was not receptive to us. He was not receptive or he didn't respond? No, he he responded. Oh. But he said the movie wasn't ready. And this was like a year ago. Maybe I should uh, reach out again. Because now Jordan's in a movie of his. So why not? Our little world's going to overlap a little bit. Low-budget horror and challenge people. Is Jordan going to be at Yorkville in a couple weeks? I believe so. Well... Let's ask Maybe him I'll about ask it. Him. Maybe yeah. I will. Try to find, try to get the scoop on it, so we can be prepared. What if he's my partner? That'd be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Should we talk? Let's inter, interlude here. We're going to the challenge event in Yorkville. What is it? May nineteenth. May nineteenth. Yeah. Okay. That Saturday. That's a volleyball tournament during the day with a bunch of cast members. Mm-hmm. And so you will be playing. I am playing. Tim is watching. And hopefully commentating. I gotta follow up with Josh and see if he'll allow me to commentate. Yeah. With Kelly. Oh my god. Because the Wolfords aren't going, so you guys would be hilarious. Get enough beers in me. Yeah. Have some fun. I don't think I'm gonna be able to day drink that day. No, not when you're playing. No. No, no. I'll be bad news. Yeah, unless you're on a team with somebody that isn't competitive, like Ashley. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm hoping I'm with like Darrell though. I think Darrell would be cool because I think he's competitive. He'll play a good game, but he also... But he won't be a dick. No. If you, if, yeah, if you guys lose, he'll just give you a hug no. and say good try, and that'll be that. He's not but I think he'll, he'll, he'll inspire me to do my best. <laughs> my inner volleyball player, which don't be, uh, don't be too impressed with this, babe, but I did try out for the seventh grade volleyball team. I am pretty impressed. I did not make it. <laughs> and how many times have you played since seventh grade? Mm, I mean, you have to do it in PE and stuff. Yeah. So. Ask, ask my niece to show you some moves. Gotta, our niece? Hello, we're married. Yeah. Nerd. It's my niece, yeah, but, too. Wait, she's 12, right? 12-year-old niece. She'll be 12 in Yeah, July. I'll get some tips. 12-year-old niece. She can tell you how to do it. So, okay. So, um, back to what we're doing here. Um, so, they... Uh, Devin says... The the red team is kind of having like their little pre or their little post challenge celebration, and Devin says, "Hey, let's use the save no matter what. Um, it's either going to be Shane, Jose, or Devin. Um, they all vote. They all agreed CT should be um, MVP. Um, which, by the way, showing later on, it showed his little like image." Of him, like, it was <laughs> yes. so funny. What was he doing? He, like, turned, he did, like, a half turn and then two cheesy thumbs up. Yeah. All the all those guys look so awkward. Oh, it's so weird. But it's even worse when they try to look cool. Like, Tony did one that, like, he tried to look cool. Yeah. Turn around with his arms folded. Like, right. Just like a bad 80s commercial, you know? Like, right. Like, he's in a gang. Mm, dumb. Please. It's yeah. all stupid. No, I loved, I loved CTs. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. It's so funny. Um, So then... The the light bulb kind of goes over the head or whatever here, and Shane pulls Devin aside, and CT, I think, too. So it's just the champs. 
and says, hey, I should go in. You should volunteer me because we're trying to get the the stars to think that we're all one team, but we're clearly not. But if I throw myself in, then it'll show that I'm, I, you know, that we're not doing the, right. we're not dividing ourselves in that way anymore. Um, but then they already had decided that whoever goes in, if they lose, they're going to save. So mm-hmm. how they thought they would pull this off with nobody figuring it out, but then they did. Yeah, and some people did. some people didn't figure it out. Yeah, or, or haven't yet. I, I think a couple people haven't yet. Like I think Brooke, I think she's just a little naive, maybe. Um, so she hasn't figured it out. And I think the other guys, like Drake, I think maybe he knows, but he's outnumbered now because they only really need to convince one star. Mm-hmm. And so once you're outnumbered, you just vote along with them. You know, mm-hmm. no need to cause any waves or make any drama because you're, you're not going to win anyway. So mm-hmm. forget it. So, yeah, that was my sort of general impression. But this whole thing, you know, they, they won, and so they're basking in the glow of this win, and they're cheersing, and they're all acting buddy-buddy, like, oh, we're one team, there's no chance, no stars, mm-hmm. we're just the red team. And then, yeah, the Shane thing, mm-hmm. just another kind of layer on top of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Smart. But kind of a prickly move from the prickly it's a, porcupine. It's a little prickly. Well, she he's not the prickly porcupine. Well, I mean, he's a little prickly he's porcupine, little prickly. but yeah. Salida's the prickly-ass porcupine bitch. That's what there I call can, her. There could be more than one prickly porcupine in this game. I guess. So then, cue to drama, drama, drama. Drama! No more. Okay, one more. I guess guys gotta Oh, end. it's gotta... Jesus. Oh, God. Okay. The end. We, nope. gotta, okay. we gotta end the show Drama, now. drama, cue... <laughs> Drama. There we go. Okay, that's good. And done, done, done. Hennessy. My goodness. Yeah. Here we go. I hate Hennessy. I hate her. You know, I I kind of thought she was like entertaining. Oh. The first no. couple. You know, I I give credit to somebody who is so energetic. Who, you know seems i mean she seemed friendly and kind of silly and doesn't take life too seriously like that's fun that's good to be inspired by that's all fine but it's like when when human beings start acting like cartoon characters oh my god it just drives me fucking nuts like how she has these like little catchphrases that she just repeats over and over and over again and it's like people like that i just want to be like just just leave me alone just you can go be that way just be that way over there. Over in a corner somewhere. Yeah. With people that find that funny or interesting or entertaining. Like, I don't... I There's nothing attractive about that. Was it like, if she's got, like, this huge YouTube channel or something like that, like, okay, great. I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. Um. So she... Everybody's in the in the voting room or whatever, um, getting ready to cast their votes. And um, everybody's sitting there waiting and waiting and everybody's there and everybody's ready to go. But Hennessy's not there. So Hennessy comes in 30 minutes late, I guess. And, you know, I, I, I can see being annoyed at that. I mean, I don't think they all have like hugely pressing schedules. I mean, right. if they're taping a show, then that's kind of what they're doing. But you know, if they had other things that they wanted to do, if they're cooped up in a room and they'd rather be outside or something, you know, it's just it's just rude. Mm-hmm. So I, I was trying to think like, okay, what type of situations would I feel like I couldn't say something like if I was waiting on a doctor or, 
meeting with somebody super duper important or, you know, some, something like that, then I would be like, okay, like if they don't apologize or whatever. But if it's somebody who is very much like your equal, then expecting some kind of an explanation or apology, I think makes sense. Yeah. And she came in and did no such thing. No. And not only did no such thing, but like made a show of it. You know, the, some, the producer or somebody asked like, Hey, can you just take off your sunglasses for this scene? And, and she's like, uh, no, I got to protect my brand and my brand is important and my image is important and you can't tell me blah, 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 yeah. blah. It's like, try to be a little cool. You know, if you're, if you're this late, like walk in and say like, Hey, geez, I'm real sorry. I didn't, you know, I didn't mean and, and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it's yeah. just when you, when you're that late and then you do the opposite, like you sort of double up on rudeness. Mm-hmm. I think it makes everybody just sort of be like, ah, it's the worst. Yeah. I'm going to try to censor myself because we have an audience tonight of a five-year-old refusing to go to bed. Um, but yeah, I, I would just want to be like, F you, yeah. <laughs> just F you. Well, and you know, if, if she didn't get up on time to do her makeup, to do her hair whatever, like that's kind of on her. But to me, if you're, if you're sta- the only one sitting inside wearing sunglasses, that's going to draw more attention to you and your weird face than if you weren't wearing them. You know, if you weren't wearing them and you weren't wearing your full face of makeup, like somebody might notice, but they, they're they not just, they're not going to put that on TV. Mm-hmm. They'll put you on for two seconds and then that's it. Yeah. So it, it was, it was really ridiculous. So then Tony, um, well, let's see. Yeah. Tony was volunteering himself, um, you know, and but I, I kind of forgot this point. Hennessy was kind of freaking out the night before. So I feel like they were kind of setting it up that this was going to happen with her being late. They were out to dinner or something mm-hmm. and she was, you know, I don't give an F and I'm going to leave and all this stuff. And then yeah. Tony gave his, you know, his little, speech. his little brave heart speech or whatever. Yeah. And even then Hennessy's little fit was completely out of place because this was a, a men's elimination. Like she wasn't even in this conversation. No, she should have just voted for Tony and left it alone. Yeah. But yeah, when you start going off about like, you're, you're all out to get me and stuff, it's like save it for next week. Hennessy. Like, right. Nobody's even talking to you. Yeah. This is not, this is not your fight right now. Yeah. So they, so then she walks in and I think Devin said something to, to her just about her being late and you can tell she just, is not used to being confronted on her inappropriate behavior. And um, I wrote down, you can't handle me, you a bitch ass. And then I wrote a star. (laughs) So I think there was probably something blurred after that. She dropped the N-bomb. Oh, did she? Yeah. I think she said, suck my D. Okay. Oh, nice. To Devin. And Devin's great because he knows exactly how to push buttons on every single human being on the planet i think because looking th- looking at that objectively devin was devin was not totally cool he was you know he was uh, a little aggressive but compared to the reaction he got it was nothing no but this was devin's play i mean he knew what he was doing he do wasn't you, surprised when she lost her cool do you think he did though or do you think he was just annoyed because she was late because like i like the pet peeves that i have with people if I were to bring them up to somebody and they're like, oh, hell, you're like really pushing that person's buttons, it'd be like, no, like they were pushing my buttons by doing what mm-hmm. they did. You know? Yeah. No, I I 100% believe he was 
trying to get a big reaction out of her. Mm. We saw him pl- like do this big plan on vendettas. He had this whole plan worked out to get bananas in. Mm-hmm. There was like an eight-step plan, and he executed it perfectly. This was a one-step plan. This was just like, she's already fired up. She's already upset. I'm just going to push her yeah, a little bit and but see what she's, I can do. But she was a weak player. She wasn't on his team. Mm. I mean, it would have made sense to keep her around. Except that she's a star, and he's a champ. Okay, yeah. So, I think so we're back wanted, to that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think their, I think their whole goal still is champs versus stars. They want to keep the stars around, and I think even, and well, I guess we'll talk about it during the challenge. I even think Shane was throwing the challenge so that Tony would win and Shane would stick around, so that both stars, or I'm sorry, both champs go back to their teams. Because mm-hmm. if he would have won that competition, then he would have taken out Tony. I don't think he wanted to do that. No, but maybe he knew that they were going to do the same thing, that they would have used their save. I don't think they would use their save on Tony. I think they might have. I th- I don't think they even could have, because they're... Can you only do it if... No. I think they would need the numbers, and I think all, all the stars would have voted to not to save Yeah. Tony. Yeah. And at the time, they thought Hennessy would have a vote, but I guess she ended up not. But even then, I think the stars would still have more players because Tony can't vote for himself. No, but Wes would vote for Tony. Anissa would vote for Tony. Tori would vote for Tony. Louise is kind of playing both sides. Uh, I think Louise. I think Louise went back to the the stars side. Okay. And then Booby. Yeah, Booby would have voted against. Yeah. Because he just voted against Cam, who he, like, had a thing with. Yeah. He doesn't care about Tony at all. No. I don't know. Anyway. Um, so, Hennessy throws her glasses at, um, Devin. at Devin and gets, you know, she's out walking around in the hallway getting all pissed off. A little mama goes and calms her down. It's just, it's pretty ridiculous. So... Eventually, they got her to go back and do her voting. So, um, CT got MVP. Um, then they started doing the LVP voting. Um, LVP for uh, it red team, Shane. Um, blue team, Tony. And all everybody voted for Tony. Even Tony voted for Tony. He knew. He knew. Yep. And so then they say, <coughs> excuse me, what the... Um, uh, power play is immunity um, will be given to a girl um, along with the $500, I think, um, mm-hmm. gift to the charity. So they have a little powwow with CT who gets to decide that. And the only person that they showed saying anything was Salida saying as a perf- as a philanthropist, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, God, like he's <laughs> not going to fall for that. And then he gives it to her. Yeah, it was silly because it's... Uh- yeah, her her argument was basically like, I'm here for my charity. I want to get money for my charity. And then somebody else was like, yeah, we all are. Like <laughs> yeah. It reminded me of, what was her name? Lolo Jojo? Lolo Jones. Lolo, okay. Yeah. Um, It's really important to me. It's my charity. Yeah, we all we all have that. Yeah, we all have charities. They're all important to us. Right. Yeah, it was, it's a, it was a terrible sort of thing to try to convince CT of, but it worked because I guess she was the only one that cared enough to make a case or something. But I also think it was just sort of part of that that ploy of, like, we're all one team. I'm not going to give it to a champ. I'm going to give it to a star to show we're all one team. Yeah. That was Plus, sort of, he probably thinks she's hot. I mean. Well, she is hot. She is. 
She's pretty. Yeah. She looks like an ice queen, but... Yeah. You know, if you're into that sort of thing, I guess. <laughs> Maybe he is. He's a DM. She's kind of an ice queen. E. I'm, not, I'm not. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> then we go to another morbid topic. Ashley's dad. Oh, Man, yeah. her and Brooke talking. That was a depressing little... I think they. I think they are friends. I think they are legit friends. They seem like they're getting that way. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um... I guess maybe Brooke doesn't see her dad too often. That's sad. Yeah, I wonder where Brooke lives. I don't know. So I know Hulk lives in, lives uh, in Florida. Florida. <clears throat> um, yeah, and it looked like uh, next week we get to see a little FaceTime with Hulk Hogan. So that's <laughs> just kind of fun to see what he has to say. Um, but it showed Ashley, you know, talking about how she, her dad passed away while they were filming the last season and she had to leave and it kind of showed a flashback to that and she was really motivated to come back and make him proud of her. And I don't know, I thought that was, I thought that was a very touching moment. It was nice, I guess. I don't like, we talked about it last when it actually happened, but like that feels exploitative to keep showing this clip of Ashley realizing that her dad died. Like, holy shit. Yeah. That's brutal. Like, who would want that on TV? Yeah. Constantly, you know, like, every season it's, come, it's back. Let's show that time when Ashley found out her dad died on TV. I know, but in America, we are not sensitive to those kinds of things. I mean, how many times did we show the Twin Towers falling down? And how many people literally saw their loved ones die, you know, and had yeah. to watch it over and over and over again and see it plastered in front of magazine covers and all this kinds of stuff like it's yeah but they it's can horrible and I'm, I'm not right? i'm not saying it's right but it's yeah. it happens all the time yeah well they can both be wrong yeah that's fine yeah absolutely i agree absolutely um so then we got the elimination uh there we go the elimination oh, that's the cheesy toy, terrible that one. one is really enthusiastic <laughs> this is just chance versus stars we need like elimination stars what was that? That was the end of the other one. Champs versus stars. Yeah. I no. need to redo my. I think it it's needs clear. to just need be, to be like redone. elimination. Like, remember when the one elimination with Johnny and somebody was like playing mini mini golf? Like yeah, putt, putt. riff raff. Yeah, like it's it's nothing that really takes that much like gusto. No, no. This was another one. Cornholing. Cornhole. Yeah. We'll get we'll get to that first. They say that there's um, some business to take care of, and they say Hennessy's not here. Right. She has decided that um, she says I have to protect myself and my brand. The producer's asking her, you know, what was the tipping point? She says, guys disrespecting me. Um, so evidently she just doesn't like being called out on her inappropriate behavior and thinks that it's her brand. But what I thought was interesting, because I, I did a little bit of research on her after um, when I found out I was going to be hosting, tried to be a little prepared. Um, didn't she say something in the episode about how somebody said something about like, you're from the streets, like something or other and she was like no i'm not don't say i'm from the streets or something but then like i read all these interviews where she's saying like i'm from the streets i'm from the bronx like i'm from the hood like all Mm -hmm. this stuff like she's playing both sides yeah i don't get this attitude yeah it seems a lot like sort of even what salita was doing when who was it kaylee or kayla swore at her or something yeah it's just like you're trying to find a way to be offended yeah like have fun with that i guess but 
Um, I had another point, but it's gone. Forget it. Oh, I think a lot of these stars, I think they get a paycheck for showing up. Yeah. And then they're just ready to go home. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think, I mean, let's be real. I don't think she cares about winning this show. Mm. I don't think she cares about winning money for charity. I just think she she got whatever paycheck she was going to get, and now she just wants to go home. I think mm-hmm. that's what T.O. did last season, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got my money. I'm going. Well, and we talked a little bit before the show about, like, is there some element of just they're so naive or ignorant or they're too stupid to like do their own research about what they're getting into, you know, cause that's, that's been said a couple times. Like this isn't what I signed up for. Like, really? Mm-hmm. Like th- this is exactly what you signed up for. You're yeah. on a reality show that is based off of people stabbing each other's backs and being dramatic and being shitty to each other. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what this show is. Right. So it reminded me of, a time how did this even happen Tim it was we were, like we were we married we were just I have no idea what we're talking about so I can't the ty- tell you the this. Tyra thing oh right no it was well we might have been just married because the the way this as an intro to this story me and you got married in Vegas and so I went on the, the, these reality show whatever things that were like casting people that were getting married in Vegas for a reality show oh yeah and I was like, oh, this could be like a free wedding. Like, I'll sign up for this oh, reality show thing. Yeah. I forgot you did that. Yeah. And so I, I assume that's how they got our phone number or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I like uh, filled out some forms to for that thing. Anyway, and then like a few months after that, they called us for this. So yeah, so we must have been married. Like pretty newly married, though. So in some of those forms trying to get us a free wedding, Tim described us as a couple and described himself as some like troll of a dude who's overweight and whatever which i didn't is, think as a troll but i said like i'm a big dude i'm a big you, guy okay and then i'm some like supermodel looking lady which is two very polar extremes that i am not sure are entirely accurate on either end um so somehow the tyra banks show got a hold of our information and was like, hey, we're doing a show on hot chicks that are with guys with beer bellies or something. <laughs> right. Do you want to, we'll fly out to New York or wherever she does her show. I don't even know where it's at. I think it was New York. Was it New York? And this was before we had kids. So, yeah. you know, of course we're just like, oh my God, yeah. But here's the thing is before we said yes, we asked a lot of questions like, our faces are going to be on TV. Are are we going to sign some legal forms? Like, what are we going to be asked? Uh, you know, like, what's going to do? And there was some, like, really stupid stuff that they were going to have us do. Yeah. The one that was made me uncomfortable is, like, a cutout, like a, like a plywood cutout where you shove your belly through it, and then all these women rub your belly. Try to guess which one is yeah, your husband. Like, oh, number five is my husband's belly. Oh, please. Fuck this. I'm not doing this. Yeah. Like... First of all, I don't want to be rubbing some other dude's belly. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. But, but yeah, it, but as soon as it, but like we found out, okay, we're not comfortable with that. That's not what we signed up for. So we're like, hey, well, this will be a cool story that we'll just remember. And like, it could have happened, but it's not worth, it's not worth sacrificing our brand <laughs> for. Right. So I don't know. I, I just was thinking about that today of... If you're going to be putting yourself on TV, like do your research like we did. Yeah. It's not hard. 
Yeah, it's like what I've talked about when these, you know, these are you the one people or like these big brother people come onto this challenge and don't know what it is and don't know who the players are and stuff. It's like, yeah, there's 30 season, 30, 31 seasons of the show now. I can't imagine being invited to the challenge and not wanting to watch, you know, right. like basically, basically all of them. Right. Like, just know what you're up against. Know who the players are. Know what the game is. Yeah. These new people always seem shocked. Yeah, I, I can't imagine not wanting to know. And like, you know, even with the with the Tyra thing, like I I do not watch the Tyra Banks show. I don't think I've ever seen the Tyra Banks show except for maybe when they show clips of it on like the soup or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I thought we were going to go on it, I was like, hey, I'll like download some episodes and watch them on the plane. Like, because, you know, even stupid talk shows have like little anyone you know or like little inside jokes you know that are inside jokes because everybody that watches it knows but just little quirks you know like on ellen ellen always scares her assistant andy you know and that's like the funny thing you know so like you when you go you know that that's like a thing that happens Mm -hmm. so like i wanted to know what are those things with the tyra show so i was gonna do it so like if you're gonna be on that show why wouldn't you want to know all those little quirky weird things like wes is really manipulative and ct yeah i don't know that's the kind of yeah. stuff I can't imagine not wanting to know. Yeah. Or even at the, at the bare minimum, understanding that the game never stops. It's always, in, in, in a way, like what happens off of the challenge field is more important than what happens on it. Yeah. It's the manipulation. It's the alliances. It's the friendships. It's all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And you can't really trust, like even the Ashley Brooke thing. Yeah. Brooke is making a mistake if she is treating that like it's a genuine friendship and not a potential game move. A ploy. Yeah. Mm. these are things that you know if you watch the show but yeah i don't think these people watch the show no they don't so cut to the elimination um which is called throwing shade and then they showed shane shady landrum versus tony quote time reigns (laughs) yeah (laughs) and he kept pointing to himself and then pointing to his watch like tony time tony time like okay got it dude yeah, Got he, it. him with his Tony time and Devin with his let's go. It's like you're going, uh, you're pushing this things a little hard, fellas. Let's, it's uh, too far. Let's back off a little bit. It's too far. Yeah. Um, so they're playing. They're playing cornhole. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> they sure are. I I thought it was really interesting that um, the Miz was like, oh, it's a uh, it's cornhole. Who knows who knows what cornhole is? And Shane was just like, oh me, I. Do. <laughs> that was kind of uh, strange, mm. but uh, also called bags. Yeah, I always called it bags. Yeah, cornhole is a little suggestive. Well, yeah, but it just sounds very redneck too. Yeah, well, bags does too. I don't it's, think a, bags it's a very does. redneck game, and basically, you're throwing objects at a hole. That's basically the game. <laughs> Usually bean bags, but in this case, it was tennis balls and weights and medicine balls. There's all sorts of things in this yeah. version. See, in college, like, we would play bags, and we would play, like, horseshoes, mm-hmm. and horseshoes, to me, sounds and looks just like a very, like, country game. Yeah. And so, when we would say, like, okay, we're not playing cornhole, we're playing bags, kind of felt like it was offsetting a little bit of the redneckness. No, all those games are redneck games. Okay. Like, okay. what's that? Uh, snakes? Lawns? Lawns? What is that? Snake game? Where it's two golf balls tied onto a rope. And you throw it at a ladder, like a like a PVC ladder. Mm. Oh, and and it has to get wrapped around it. Yeah, 
Yeah, they did that. They've done that in some finals. Yeah, it was a similar thing like that. Yeah, I don't know what it's called, but I know what you mean. And washers. It's, it's all washers, red. yeah. Yeah, it's all redneck stuff. Yeah. It's all... Okay. Well, they're playing that kind of game, and um, but they've got these big boxes that are filled with different objects, so they have to break open the boxes, use whatever's inside to destroy, to, to throw into the cornhole and break the picture, so there's... You know, Shane's got a bunch of pictures of Tony. Tony's got a bunch of pictures of Shane. Um, so they break open the boxes and there's, there's, uh, Tony's first one has like these hand weights in it. And that looks like that was a really good one to get for the first one. Cause mm-hmm. he throws them and they just go right in. Um, Shane gets a big bag of tennis balls and you know, if you've got a good arm and good aim, that could be good, but they're so light that. You know, I could just bounce off and fly all over the place. Yeah. So Tony kind of gets an early lead. I also think Shane didn't care. I think she. I think he knows he he's going to be saved, so he just... I'm not sure he tried all that hard. Yeah. I don't think he cared. Well, yeah. And... But then they tied. They did tie up four, but then... Um, then uh, Tony ended up getting it, though. Yep. And so it just comes down to a vote. Do you want to save Shane or not? And I, I believe everybody on the team voted to save him. Yeah. They did like that Boy Scout salute thing, right? Didn't they hold up three fingers each? I thought it was from Mockingjay. I don't know Hunger what Games. it was from, but Miz was just like, I don't know what that means, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I would have said, too. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, and yeah, so they, I guess that was a vote in the affirmative, and they kept Shane around. Mm-hmm. So nobody goes home. That was an elimination where nobody went home. Nobody went home. Um, Salida says, we are now working as the team. I wrote that down. Yeah, I think Salida's been duped. I don't think this is a team. Mm. I think it's still Champs versus Pros, which is, or Champs versus Stars, which is what I want. I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. So then it cuts to Wes and Tony talking, and um, they're definitely you know paired up, obviously. Um, talking about how it's completely split. We're completely going back to champs versus stars. So it's, it's just, it's interesting because it's like a game within a game mm-hmm. within a game. Yeah. And this is, this is why Wes is brilliant at this game. Cause Tony was like, well, it can't be because it's tied. You know, it's, it's like our team is still half and half. But then Wes was like, no, a tiebreaker is whoever won the last elimination. That's you. Right. So we purposely tie it and then you throw in the the star. the star yeah um so we'll see if that works out i wouldn't be surprised if mtv changes these rules that you know basically every time it's a tie there's a different tiebreaker mm-hmm. i guess time will tell on that one but i wouldn't be surprised well and they're they're doing whatever they want with these uh power plays so yeah. that could come into it too um yeah it seems know. that the the game is getting more heavy-handed and the the kind of instant rule changes that tend to benefit one side or the other mm-hmm. it's uh so i wouldn't be surprised if they want to keep things even and not make it like a bloodbath of stars if they sort of put their little finger on this scale and mm-hmm. give the stars a little advantage but we'll see well and then the last very last scene was casper and booby uh that's casper and booby like it sounds like i'm reading a cartoon or something <laughs> Or a comic, Casper and Booby. Uh, we're talking about how they want to throw Wes in. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, you know, Ca- Casper is kind of an idiot. Booby, 
I don't know much about Booby, but whatever. They, I, I think they're, you know, I don't know. Maybe they're going to show some uh, some intelligence later on. I think Casper's smart. I don't think he's quite smart enough. He's not West-level smart. Well, no, but I mean, I don't think anybody is. Yeah. Um, I think the only ones that have the potential to be, you know, West-smart would be like Devin and mm-hmm. CT. Um, and that's, you know, that's probably about it. Um, but yeah. they just need the experience. I mean... Yeah. Casper, though, I think could beat a lot of the guys in an elimination. He seems yeah, strong. Yeah, he could beat that. Was that NFL player that yeah. week that I was, wasn't on? Right. Um, yeah. And uh, Booby <laughs> could probably beat some guy. He's like a former uh, basketball player or something, right? I think so. Yeah, so he's like, I'm sure he's athletic and strong or whatever. I don't think I've ever heard you say the word booby. Booby? I mean, you always just say boob. Yeah, it's a similar word. I know. I always want to call him Bubby, but I don't. I think it's actually Booby. I mean, they write out Booby. Yeah. Like they put it in quotes. Yeah. Because I because when I was writing down the names of the teams, um, I was like Daniel. Who the hell's Daniel? And then <laughs> it put in quotes Booby. I'm like, oh, it's yeah. that Booby dude that was gonna get with Cam. Yeah. I always think of that scene in Die Hard. You might not know it. And I don't think you've watched Die Hard enough. Mm. Where the, the guy's just like, Hans, Bubby. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make friends with the terrorists, you know? Mm. Yeah. Was that when he said, now I have a machine gun? <laughs> no. Ho, ho, ho. Was no. that that movie, though? <laughs> that was that movie. Oh, okay. Different scene, different actor, different everything else. Okay. But yes, that was the movie. I'd never seen that movie before I married Tim, so there you go. It's a great Christmas movie. Maybe we should review that on Challenge. <laughs> because <laughs> nobody's ever talked about Die Hard ever. It's a great movie. Um, so next week we got Anissa Hurt. Of course. Of course. I think she's doing the same thing. She got her paycheck. She's ready to go home. <sighs> Get her out of there. See you, Anissa. Why do they eat? Yeah, Hope to see just, you never. Oh, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, Anissa's terrible. I don't know why she's still on the shows. It's so weird. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they're like, Maybe Casper's really desperate. Maybe he'll hook up with her. Like, that'll be interesting. Like, because then she'll think she's tough shit because she hooked up with somebody that hooked up with J-Lo. And then, I I don't know. I'm trying to think of how they could think this is good TV when I just am sick of seeing her. Yeah, no, she's terrible. Yeah. So, that's all I got for my notes. I got nothing. we have any reviews? We do, but I I think we're going to save this one for when the whole crew is here. Okay. We've only got one, but leave iTunes reviews because it's really helpful for the show. It's how people find us basically is through iTunes and through the reviews. So do that. We have a new review. Thank you for the person that sent it. We're going to wait until everybody's here to go over that one. Mm, must be a good one. I don't know how good it is, but I think we all need, we all weigh in. Mm, they talk about all of us? No, you were left out. Oh. Okay. They said three hosts, so I assume it was everybody but you. <laughs> Am I officially a host now? Because I'm hosting not, you tonight. You haven't hosted until tonight. Okay, that's my first one. There you go. All right. I do okay? Sure. <laughs> I don't know if it's, you can't do bad. It's just like... A, yes, you can. Especially when you and Amanda refuse to do the social media stuff. All you do is basically say, this is challenged. How about and I do... How about I, and that's all the hosting How about I entails. do the social media stuff as we wrap up? All right, go ahead. Okay. 
Um, well, this is your host for tonight, Hillary, wrapping things up. I'm Tim. And feel free to find us on Twitter at ChallengedGN or Facebook. We have a Facebook group on there, Challenged with a D. Um, don't look for Tim on there because he's a weirdo and not on Facebook. Um, send an email. Facebook. Oh my God. Um, send an email to. Nobody's ever sent an email. Okay. So, um, okay. Um, so yeah, that's it, right? Leave an iTunes review. Instagram. And Instagram, but nobody no. ever does that. No. Okay. The so website most- is geeknerdery.com. Okay. Other podcasts there. Other podcasts at geeknerdery.com, but mostly find us on Facebook, leave an iTunes review, and uh, look for our show next week with maybe all four of us. Who knows? We will uh, we'll figure that out next week. All right. So as, let's see, who was our quote going to be? As Devin said, Casper, you're an idiot. Uh, uh,